Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. What is happening, everybody? A happy Wednesday to you all. Thank you for coming and joining the Against the Grain podcast, the third and final short-form podcast of the weekly Osmo Golf podcast series. Thank you all for coming by and joining. What I like to do is keep these short and sweet, and I like to give you the most up-to-date and needed information. For example, if I tried to do this on, say, Monday afternoon or when I do my opening tea or even when I do the Fit in the Form podcast, if I tried to give you this information... It would all be null and void because we had two late withdrawals yesterday and two very big important ones, Dustin Johnson and Tony Finau. They have gone down by the way of COVID-19. Sad to see that happen. But it is the day and age we are living in, so we are just going to have to learn to try and adapt from that. So what I'm going to do here, of course, is I'm going to go over Osmo's top 10 projected owned now, of course, Dustin Johnson and Tony Finau were both in it. In fact, Dustin Johnson was number three, and Tony Finau was number 13 or so. Both projected over 10%, so with 25 or so percent gone off the table, the numbers may look a little different when final projections come out. But nonetheless, that's how we're going to start off with it. We're going to start off with uh, giving you Osmo's top 10 this week. Justin Thomas, $10,800 on DraftKings. One of the highest priced guys. He's going to come in at about 18, probably now with Dustin Johnson moving out and Dustin Johnson getting 17% ownership. I expect Justin Thomas, Rory McElroy, John Rahm, and sorry, where's the guy? Xander Shoffley. I apologize. Those four, the big four, I guess I can call them this week. I expect them all to get about 5% more ownership than projected at the beginning. So, Justin Thomas projected at 18. I believe he gets over 20. John Rahm projected. Uh, Xander Shoffley projected at 18. He's going to get over 20 now. John Rahm, 17%. He'll get over 20. And Roy McIlroy projected at 16%. He'll get over 20 as well. Those are actually the top five projected guys owned. If you threw out Dustin Johnson, those would be the top four projected owned golfers. And they are now the four most expensive golfers on the slate. So... We don't typically see that, but this week, I guess everybody is wanting to get at least one of those big guns in their lineup. So now, 5 through 10, Hideki Matsuyama coming off the miscut. He's still projected around 15%. Speaking of coming off a miscut, Colin Morikawa as well. He's coming in 13.4%. Joaquin Neiman coming in at 13 Victor Hovland also at around 125 Scotty Scheffler, 125 Ty Hatton, 125 Daniel Berger, Sungjae Im, Patrick Cantlight, and Harris English, along with Louis Oosthuizen, all coming in at 12% this week, or roughly right around there. Now, with Tony Finau, let's talk about Tony Finau for a second, and then we'll move on to my pricing breakdowns. Tony Finau is projected around 10% owned at $9,400. I suspect that a lot of ownership will go straight to Colin Morikawa. I expect Colin Morikawa, who is projected at 14, to come in around 18 now. And I think some of that will also go to Daniel Berger. 
projected 12, he'll go to 15. And same with Ty Hatton, projected 12, will go to 15. So those three guys will be the primary benefactors of Tony Finau withdrawing. Tommy Fleetwood also, who's projected around 10%, playing much better golf right now too, has uh, went over to Europe here for a couple of weeks and almost had a win and then had another top 20 last week. So I expect Tommy Fleetwood maybe coming in at 11% owned. He'll probably be more towards 15% as it rolls on. So that gives you Osmo's top 10 projected. Of course, if you're looking for the full ownership projections, like you want to know your favorite guy, Ian Poulter, what he's going to be on this week, all you got to do is become an Osmo Plus member. We've got a couple of different options I want to tell you about. First, you want to join us for just this week, which today's Wednesday, so if you join us for the week, you're actually going to get two weeks of PGA DFS coverage. Now, not full weeks. You won't get my in-tournament stuff and Osmo's in-tournament single-round showdown projections. You won't get that for next week's Zozo Championship, but you're going to get all the pre-tournament stuff for the Zozo, plus all the in-tournament stuff for this week, and, of course, all of this week's premium content. That's just $9.95 for the week. If you want to join us for the month, $29.95, that's going to take you up through Wednesday of the Masters coverage. Awesome coverage there. Of course, a tournament each and every week as well. And then... If you want to get on the the real horse, you want to get on the thing that can make you the most money here, it would be the Osmo Plus Weekly Pass coming in at 20 right now. It's insane. Um, a really good time for sports uh, to be happening, uh, obviously, um, with having, you know, what, three months of no sports, we're certainly getting our fill now. So, all right, let's head now into my pricing breakdown and if you're familiar with my against the grain article and you've read it this week thank you for that if not and you don't like to listen to the sound of my voice then the against the grain article that i just posted uh, late last night is for you so let's talk about the top 10 owned guys this week or i shouldn't say top 10 owned guys the top 10 salary guys which turns into nine of course after uh, the Dustin Johnson withdrawal i have Roy McIlroy coming in up top Xander Schauffele John Rahm Justin Thomas all coming in above 15% this week. All of them trending towards 20% with Dustin not in the field. The next batch, Ty Hatton, Colin Morikawa, Patrick Wolf. Uh, excuse me, Patrick Cantley. Matt Wolf is the next guy that I'm looking at here. All those guys that I just said, I expect Ty Hatton to trend towards 20% as well. Maybe not so much for Colin Morikawa, though. Uh, it's coming off the miscut. I think he'll be around 15%. And Patrick Cantley and Matt Wolf. Well, their prices may be a little high for people to want to play as much as they want to play Xander Schauffele at 10300 But Patrick Cantley and Xander Schauffele, I have them in terms of long-term form really, really close. Um, so I'll probably take the ownership discount there and head down to Patrick Cantley, who will be about 15% owned, and Matt Wolf. We still don't know where his total upside is. We, we've seen Colin Morikawa obviously win a major now. Win a workday charity open, almost win the Charles Schwab right as we came back. So certainly Colin Morikawa is in the upper echelon of players and should be priced up here. But I think it's going to be a little bit of a sticker shock to see Matthew Wolf continually priced up here. But he certainly earned it coming off of back-to-back runner-up finishes. He'll certainly, should certainly be high-owned, but I don't know if people are ready to pay 10000 for him. That only leaves one other golfer here in the top 10 priced golfers on DraftKings, and that is... My best friend, Brooks Kepka. Now, if Brooks Kepka was healthy and you told me he was going to be 5% owned at $9,700 in a no-cut event, I'd probably be interested in playing. But Kepka has said 
And if you are interested, I linked the article in which Ryan Lavner from Golf Channel interviewed him this week inten- uh, extensively. I uh, put that link there in my Against the Grain article. Basically, Kepka said that he's feeling a million times better. Okay, first off, we know that Kepka's a liar. He's lied to us plenty of times before, so I don't know what I want to believe him there. What I do want to believe him on is that if this doesn't work, so what he did was he got some like plasma injection. I don't even know how to say it. Platat plasma injection in his left knee because he has a torn patella tendon or semi-torn patella tendon, which we all know that uh, in sports, your patella tendon is extremely important in typically a very bad injury, worse than tearing your ACL in some certain circumstances, and he got a cortisone injection in his hip. So those two things, I mean, they don't sound great, but of course, medicine these days certainly could help him. If it doesn't work, he'll be looking at a nine-month surgery and recovery, so basically going to miss a whole year if he has to get surgery. Still, 6% owned, 7% owned this week. If you want to take a gamble, might be the time. All right, we're going to go into our middle tier now where we've got roughly 20 golfers. And we're going to stick on this theme. We're going to maybe go a little backwards. We're going to stick on this theme of hip injuries because Gary Woodland is playing his first event since the U.S. Open where he missed the cut. And he explained after he missed the cut, of course, not before, after he missed the cut, after he played terribly, that he has a hip injury that he's been dealing with for quite some time. So another guy, another big guy injured not playing his best golf. I suspect he'll be around 5% owned. Even at $7,700, which does seem like a pretty good value for what we know Gary Woodland can do, I don't know that I want to play him injured. I'd probably rather just go down to $200 and play somebody like Joaquin Neiman, who certainly is playing in good in good form and doesn't seem to be injured. Now we'll go back up to the top. Sung J M coming off one of his best weeks ball striking in quite some time. Top 15, he goes uh, from low-owned at 9,300 to mid-owned at uh, the mid-8s at 8,700. He'll be around 14 or 15%. Victor Hovland as well. Scotty Scheffler going to move up there. Aris English coming off a missed cut. He'll probably be about 13% owned. Hideki Matsuyama, he'll be a benefactor of the Tony Finau withdrawal. He, along with Berger and Tommy Fleetwood, will be the three big ones, as I've mentioned before, up at the top. They'll all be around 15%. Now we'll switch out. Paul Casey, Louis Oosthuizen, Brendan Todd, Matthew Fitzpatrick, and Joaquin Neiman. I expect them all 10 to 15% this week. Paul Casey, interesting. Maybe comes in a little bit lower owned than that after coming off the missed cut. But certainly this week with the rough length being 3 to 4 inches instead of basically non-existent last week. Maybe a little bit more premium on ball striking and driving accuracy rather than on putting. So Paul Casey may be in play this week. I really do suspect Abraham Answer is going to see a higher ownership than what I have projected at around 10%. Coming off of his top six plus a pretty reasonable salary, I suspect maybe he'll climb closer to 15 or 20%, but some of the sites still coming in have him around 10%. Now we'll move on to the, the against the grain plays in this section, and sadly, I don't like many of them. You know, I, I just Jason Day, Justin Rose, Ricky Fowler, Sergio Garcia, Kevin Kisner, Shane Lowry, Gary Woodland. Okay, we've already talked about Gary Woodland. All those guys that I just mentioned, I'm almost assured are going to be below 10% this week. Let's talk about Jason Day first. Jason Day started off his restart, found like he had returned to ball striking form. His irons were great, but... ...with his irons... So I don't know uh, if I'm interested in going back there, especially at eight 
8,200, or 8,300, I, say, uh, I should say. Justin Rose, 7,800, isn't playing good golf, same as Jason Day, so I can't imagine many people will go to him. Ricky Fowler, he just, he can't make a cut right now, he can't really seem to do anything right. And comes Sergio Garcia, who's playing very well. I mean, the ball striking and off the tee game is maybe the best it's ever been in his career right now. Uh, these last month or so, obviously struggling in putting, but at under 10%, I think he's definitely in play, 8,400. Kevin Kisner hasn't played in a few weeks and certainly had a bit of a climax there at the Wyndham where he came T3, but under 10% owned at 7,500, I don't think he's a bad play. Shane Lowry popped off form last week. Uh, well, I guess uh, he didn't end up winning the event and had a not-so-great weekend, but came in 13th still, so not too bad there. Jane Lowry, going to be around 5% owned at 7,600. I think he might be a good target. And then the last one was Gary Woodland. Okay, let's go to the bottom tier now as we're about 12 or 13, just about 12 minutes in here to the podcast. And we're going to talk. We've got still plenty of guys. Uh, we've got, let's see, I'm going to count it up, 49 total golfers. I think the highest owned is going to go here to Matt Kuchar. So Matt Kuchar was 7,600 last week, made the cut, had a good weekend. Now coming in at 6900 his cheapest price in quite some time. I expect he'll be around 10% owned, as will Lanto Griffin, 63 Billy Horschel. Uh, price will dictate this quite a bit here. Billy Horschel coming in around 10%, as well as Jason Kokrak. Dylan Fertelli, who bounced back last week. Ryan Palmer, Adam Long, and Corey Connors, along with Ian Poulter. So all those guys, I suspect, around 10% or more this week because price is really dictating it here. I suspect a lot of gamers will be fine with paying 6600 and 6700 for Ryan Palmer versus, say, even a 73 or a 7100 for Russell Henley and Bubba Watson. But I suspect even those guys, Henley, Watson, Hanan, Adam Hadwin, Alex Noren, Mackenzie Hughes, Sebastian Munoz, I suspect all of those guys are going to get over 7% this week. A lot of value to be had there. I think two interesting topics this week. Jordan Spieth coming in at 7300 certainly his cheapest price we have seen in a very long time as that price continues to deteriorate. Obviously, we're going to get four rounds out of him, but nothing has been going his way, not even his putting. Um, now, once over the last 10 weeks, he did gain 1.98 strokes T to green um, in his only good start in the last 11 weeks or so, coming in at roughly 5 or 6%. Taylor Gooch, Kevin Nodgel, Damon Siwoo Kim, Cameron Champ, JT Poston, and Kevin Streelman, I suspect, will all be between 5 and 7% owned, but I definitely think they'll get over 5 all right, now we'll talk about the rest of the field, which I think I've mentioned almost everybody. This being a no-cut event, 78 golfers, it is a little easier for me to at least mention every golfer. Um, okay, so these next guys I believe will be at 5% or below, which will round out the field. Robbie Shelton, Richie Wierenski, Nick Taylor, Keegan Bradley, Mark Hubbard, Brendan Steele, Sung Kang, Harry Higgs, Mark Leishman, Tom Hoagie, Andrew Landry, K.H. Lee, Tyler Duncan, Cam Smith, Danny Lee, Michael Thompson, Jo Hyung Kim, Jim Herman, Carlos Ortiz, and then the four other Korean or five other Korean PGA Tour players. I don't expect anybody alone, any of those guys. The names, I'm going to try because why not? I like to challenge myself. Han Byo Kim, we know about Taha Lee. We've seen him a couple of times before. 
Song Hyun Kim, Jo Young Woo Ham, and Jae Kyung Lee. And the one I will mention, he is the top rated in the model, is Jae Kyung Lee. He's a 21-year-old. He's got six top 25s in the last 11 weeks and five top 10s. He's the only golfer in the field now with five top 10s after Dustin Johnson withdrew. Of course, if you're looking for more information like that, check out my Fit in the Form article that I post free each and every week on Osmo.com. All right, so that is all 78 golfers in the field. I've given you my projected ownership on almost all of them. hope you can use that information uh, to your advantage this week. Of course, going against the grain is typically the better way to go. And in fact, I can tell you from firsthand, it can cost a dealer if you try and go against uh, what we know to be one of the most successful things in PGA DFS, maybe in all of just DFS, that is playing the lower-owned guys. Last week, of course, if you haven't heard me talk about it yet, I had the huge decision, a $40,000 decision to switch off of the low-owned Pat Cantlay and Sung J.M. last week and switch it to the high-owned Morikawa and Matsuyama. 65% total ownership between Matsuyama and Morikawa compared to the 22% total ownership of Sung J.M. and Patrick Cantlay last week, and I definitely am lamenting that decision still, and I'm going to tell you, this is a perfect podcast to tell you that that decision that I made is likely the wrong one nine out of ten times based on the leverage you get against the field and what you're trying to accomplish. The only time that it is not the right decision is maybe in a cash game format where Matsuyama and Morikawa or you want to play the higher-owned guys uh, you're not really looking to go leverage against the field in a cash format, so maybe that's where you play them. This was not a cash game. This was a GPP format, uh, so there we go. Uh, that is my piece of advice, not only to you guys, but certainly to myself going forward this week. So if you're looking for more information, we're going to break down the withdrawals, any more withdrawals, any more news, uh, so the weather, and everything else tonight, 8.30 p.m. Wednesday. If you're listening to this Thursday morning, then I'm talking for Wednesday night, 8.30 p.m. Ben Raz and I live before lock for our golf show. And, of course, my Winning Element article coming out soon. And looking for more free content, though, at least from myself, you're going to get the three-ball betting video that I put out each and every week. And, of course, my model breakdown, which... My model was a little bit late coming out this week because of all the withdrawals. I wanted to make sure that I got all the information in there. So I will be doing my model breakdown here once we update ownership and take out Dustin Johnson and Tony Finau. So until then, everybody, thank you for coming by the Against the Grain pod. I look forward to hearing your feedback from this and making sure that I'm covering everything you guys are liking to hear. So until next time, everybody, thank you for coming by the weekly Osmo podcast series. And of course, if you're listening to this individually or through YouTube, check out our Osmo podcast network that when you're traveling, you have an easy way to listen to all of the content here. So thanks for joining again, guys, and we will see you on the other side. Cheers.